welcome to Joe Talks Comics. This is a podcast where I talk with friends with other comics that we've been reading and enjoying lately, plus occasional episode episodes and current interviews. This week is another solo episode where it's another casual catch up where I'm talking about the books that the pools that I enjoyed, my top 10 for the 27th of September and the 4th of October, so the last week of September and the first week of October. And I mentioned before, if you listen to those, that particularly the first couple of weeks of October are a huge week, so there's a lot of awesome stuff to talk about and I decided to really try and keep the, the length of these down so trying to stick to a top 10 and then some of the books that I'm looking forward to over the next couple of weeks so this week and next week if you're listening to this when it comes out so that's October 18th and October 25th but just just really quickly before I get into that I wanted just to let you know about some of the cool things that we've got going on at the moment October has been quite a, a big month the podcast it's the one year anniversary, which is really exciting, and it's packed with lots of awesome episodes. Earlier in the month, so a couple of weeks ago, I had um, my friend Santiago back on to talk about Deceased, which is one of my favourite uh, DC stories. Then I had Phoebe Xavier on to talk about her Kickstarter, Viking Saga of the North, which was a, a really fun conversation, and I hope you'll go check out the campaign while it's still running. And then last week, I talked with Dakota Lane and Lane Lloyd, or rather, my Tiddy's comics, my friend and I talked to them about their book, Grandma Tiddy's Helltech Mech from Random Barks, which is such a fun comic. It's such a fun conversation that I really hope you check it out and go and enjoy the comic and that sort of thing if you, if you haven't already, because I think, yeah, I, I think more people would enjoy it if they heard of it. And lots more awesome stuff to come, but without further ado, at number 10, Void Rivals number 4 by Robert Kirkman, Lorenzo Di Felici, Matt Lopez, lettering by Ross Wooten. This one I, I talked a bit more about with my friend Owen, aka Anomaly616, yesterday as I'm recording this, but you'll hear it maybe this week, or maybe next week, I haven't quite decided yet, but yeah, just look out for that, but basically, I think I'm still really enjoying this series, I might have to trade rate it and move to to trade ratings to make room for other things, but I have enjoyed what I've read so far, and as I said on the episode, which you'll hear eventually, I think that's one of the strengths of this series so far, is that I don't have any connection to the Transformers or anything, but I've really done it, and the art is just gorgeous, and the characters in the world are so intriguing, we're excited to see where that goes in whatever form I read it in. Number nine, The Oddly Pedestrian Life of Christopher Chaos, number four, a story by James Tunney and the Fourth, writing by Tate Brumbell, Isaac Guitar on art, Mikael Moto on colouring, Edith Bridco on lettering. One of my emerging favourite series. I was excited for this since it was first announced, even though I wasn't sure if I had a space for my poor list, but I, I made room because it was like, really my sort of thing. The gorgeous artwork, by um, especially the covers by Nick Robles and the, the characters that are being introduced and are gradually building up this world of like the, the teen Universal Monsters almost. And it's a, when well, they're not all teens, but. It's been a really exciting and intriguing read so far, and it's just such a fun read and unique and refreshing, all of those fun words. So definitely seek it out and check it out if you if you haven't already. I've enjoyed it. And that was issue four of Void Rivals and issue four of uh, Chris Chaos as well. Didn't mention that. At number eight, Transformers number one by Daniel Warren Johnson and Mike Spicer and Russ Wheaton on lettering. I know lots of people were excited for this, myself included, especially with what the energy on the universe is turning out to be and I think lots of us again myself included would buy anything with um, Johnson's name especially when he's got frequent awesome collaborators Spicer and Newton also and, I mean that cover is just so epic the atmosphere I, I really enjoyed this issue I, I, I joked in my review on League that I was a bit like the human characters Cardi and Spike 
I was like, like they're my, I have no idea who any of these robots are, but I, I picked it up and I enjoyed it. Again, a bit like Void Rivals, I'm not quite sure I'm going to have Potter's Room for it, as new things have been announced as, as, as that things go. But I, the first issue was a lot of fun, set up a lot of nice threads, had some nice action, it's awesome artwork as you would expect from this team, and yeah, generally a fun read, I would recommend it, especially if you're more interested in Transformers, but even if you aren't, I still I still enjoyed it, and I would like to see where it goes, but maybe not necessarily in single issues, I'll have to see. At number 7, Batman 138, the fourth part of the Gotham War with Catwoman. It's been such a fun event, even though I wasn't initially going to, to pick it up, just because of, I couldn't pull this space, but I'm really glad I did, and it's shaping out to be a really awesome read. I think one of my favourite parts has been how the layers are being added to it, it just feels like it's gradually expanding, especially in this issue. The scale feels like it's increasing, increasing what could have just been uh, like a normal crime story with, and then admittedly generic title, as people have said, is expanding into something really interesting with uh, some of the, 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 one of the elements that Sadowski has been building up in his run, plus something that uh, was sort of new for the, like, the last couple of issues, so it's been really cool. And see how like Tony Howard and Nico Long's Catwoman filters in factors into it. And this is by Chip Zdarsky, Jorge Jimenez, Tomo Mori, Tyson Cowles. And Jorge Jimenez's artwork is just glorious. It's spectacular. It's cinematic. It's, it, it's brilliant. I, I, I adore it. It makes it such a fun read. And I'm really excited to see where this goes. And really excited to see where this goes after this in particular. And yeah, at number six, What's the Furthest Place from Here? 14 by Matthew Rosenberg, Tyler Boss, uh, Roman Titov apparently, and Fellering. Such shy cheeks as well, doing some colouring work and letting by Hassan Osme now how This was my pick of the week for the 27th of September, and most of the rest of the books on this list are from the, the week of the four, so it shows how much I, I picked up and how much quality there was there, just quality and quantity. And this was a really fun read. It was nice to have a, a Halloween themed issue, and because this book, it, it's no stranger, pun intended, if you, if you read the book, to creepy moments, but. I thought the Halloween focus was, was really cool with Halloween very, very close. And it, it it also felt like natural. It didn't feel sort of like cliche or anything. It felt like a really nice and interesting and natural way to work in one of the elements that has been such a core part of the world building of this series and, and take it and go from there. And it's, it's really cool to see where, what Sid's been up to, one of the characters that went missing at the, the end of the first issue. And so that's been a bit of a mystery that we're starting to unravel. And oh, the ending of this issue, brilliant. Really excited for more. And of course, the, the artwork and the lettering by Boss and Osmin Howard is just, I love it so much as well. The panelling, the characters of the world, the title pages, the fonts, everything is fantastic. And it really, as I say, my review creates a really unique, refreshing, and exciting aesthetic that is sustained 14 issues in. So yeah, go check that out. Now that's number five Birds of Prey, issue two by Kate Hobson, Leonardo Romero, Jordi Belair, Peyton Cowles. Which, by the way, if you listen to every one of these episodes, you probably get tired of me mentioning this, but I'll mention it again because it's awesome. If you want to hear a bit about Kelly Thompson talking about this book, then go and check out her interview from August now, blimey, where she talked about the cold, but we also got to talk about the new upcoming Birds of Prey series. And this series has been so much fun. This is another one of those which we talked a bit more about in the in conversation with Owen, but 
yeah, I'm just having so much fun. Like, these characters, I don't really have much experience with them, or Birds of Prey in general, but the way that they've been brought together, the it's such an entertaining ride, it's exciting, it's fresh, it's unique, that it manages to do something really cool and just innovative, and it just it just excites me, which I think is really exciting that, that Death Boys were done. Anyway, the artwork, especially, like on the cover, the cover for issue two, all the, the colours in general, are so vibrant they just they pop their retro style i think that's really shown on the interiors with the, the current majority bella whereas on the the colors it's a more vibrant style on the inside it's not not muted that's not the right word but more like retro in terms of colors aren't as as vibrant they're still nice and rich and vibrant but not, not in like a, a damor or Jimenez way when they have like someone like someone wearing your colors but it, it's really hard to explain but it, just, it feels like an old comic um, it's really cool. Check it out. Wait for more. And number four is Shut Up, issue two. It's funny, this is another interesting one because it feels like I've had to wait for issue two to see where this is going for months because I got to read issue one like a month early. Uh, I know, where is me? But um, I'm really glad that this is funny came out. I mean, that cover is awesome. It's so epic. The atmosphere, the colours are so rich and deep and vibrant. And this is a really entertaining issue. Even so that... Like I rated the first issue four and a half stars, whereas I like, I mean, it's not uncommon for me to give up fives. So I give up fives quite easily, admittedly, but still, just felt there was a lot of packed in. Whereas issue one was very focused on the origin and getting things started, and it, it worked. I really enjoyed it. But issue two gets to properly move things forward, focusing on like Roger and who's like the dentist in the story. Yes, I know the dentist. Good read this. It's crazy, and how he's living in his life with the body swapped of a superhero and all like the villains are here and like fitting in some character work and some cool action and overall it's just it's a nice issue but it's also like aesthetically also these kids love kids love chains press issues are really nice like as physical issues but lovely cardstock covers it's really deluxe and premium experience especially with only only four dollars very cool stuff and number three plot holes number two by Sean Murphy, Matt Hollingsworth, and I'm not sure, sorry, who did colours, because I, or letters, I mean. Anyway, another great issue I've really enjoyed, the, these issues, it's just, again, it's, it's just it's a fun story, it feels like one of those books that's, I'm like, instantly hooked in by the premise, and especially with, like, Sean Murphy on our work, which is just awesome, I love his style, so, it's sort of rough in a, not in, like, a 2000s dark and gritty kind of way, but, like, a, it's very textured, it's very detailed, it's, it's got very, um, yeah, I, I always feel like I have a lot to say about art, but it just always comes out in, like, the same words and the same vocabulary, but, yeah, if you if you know about Sean Murphy's artwork, and especially calling as a cutting, you know what I mean, where it's, again, all these art, different types of work are sort of vibrant in different ways, and this is more, sort of, it's always, it's always rough and, like, gritty, and but in, in such a unique and unnecessarily, not, Un unnecessarily edgy way that was that was awful oh my god anyway and the story is really fun as well about a squad of fictional warriors who transport themselves into the pages of other books using their unique skills to save the pots in order to stop them from being destroyed and it's so much fun it's from massive publishing or whatnot publishing same sort of thing so go check it out and seek it out if you haven't already that was a really entertaining issue and especially because it's a limited series it feels like it's got a set ending so that like the pacing feels nice and tight and i'm really interested and intrigued to see i have no idea where it's going to go so it should be fun
and number two out of Fantastic Four, number 12. I mean, what more can I say about this series? Like, in case you haven't, in case this is your first episode of the podcast, I'm just gonna obviously talk about it anyway, but, and also because even if it wasn't, I would still talk about it, but Avengers, Dinosaurs. Anyway, so, by Ryan North, Ibn Credo, Jesus Apatov, Ariana Mayer, also Alex Ross on cover. God, it's just such a fun series. Like, I know I keep using the words fun, but it's, again, it's exciting, and it's, I think, like, unique is the cute, Word that's sort of come up through a few books, but it feels fresh and exciting. It doesn't feel stale or just like another like box standard Fantastic Four or even another superhero story. It just feels like exciting, and I think it's like really cool. That it's imbued with that that sort of childlike joy and glee that I think sometimes it's missing, and especially with someone like Ryan North who can make it feel childish in a and I mean that in like a, a complimentary way, but still make it like smart and exciting. And it's not like talking down to anyone. It feels like anyone could read it and take like different levels of things of it. Cause, like children might just gloss over the like the more scientific stuff, and then the you might like understand that a bit more. Obviously, it's all like comic book science, but there's some like Ryan North that is like somewhat based in the real science, which is quite exciting. But yes, next at number one, or finally, Sacrifices number three, recommender Max Fayumara, Dave McKay. I was astounded. When this made pick of the week twice in a row, tw- two issues in a row, because like some issues have made it like back to back, but not like number one and number two, I believe. And so to for three to get a pick of the week on October fourth as well, and on this like this whole top ten, it's it's incredible. I am just absolutely loving this. The world building is fascinating. The artwork is gorgeous, so rich and. So it felt like such a nice comic to have. It's not necessarily like cardstock, like the kids stuff chains, press books, but it's still just like a nice, solid single issue that's like smelt nice. And then had a really disturbing ending, which you know that's fun. But I'm really excited and intrigued by how this is turning out, and and also Russell Bitton lettering. Sorry. Um. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating. Absolutely loving this. Definitely recommend checking it out if you haven't already. Image Comics. And now just a quick one through with some of the books I'm excited for over the, the next couple of weeks. First we have Alternates number 2, World's Finest, Batman Superman 20, Catwoman 58, Spark Gotham War, Kill Your Darlings number 2, because uh, I had Ethan Parker, writers of that, and Griffin Sheridan on the podcast. So if you want to learn more about Kill Your Darlings, go see you read that series. Then go check that out. That was a fun conversation and fun book, so I'm excited for more. Miles Morales, Spider-Man 11, Superman 7, Batman, Catwoman, Gotham War, Red Hood, Issue 2, The Immortal Thor 3, Plot Holes 3, Ready and Black 26, Hopefully, Fingers Crossed, finally, Shalab 3, What's the Furthest Place from Here 15, and Wonder Woman number 2. I haven't had a chance to read number 1 yet, so I wasn't able to include it in the video like this, in a casual catch-up video, podcast, audio, whatever, whatever this is called. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to check that out. Apart from that, I I hope you had a nice couple of weeks. I hope you enjoyed some good books. I hope you have a good next couple of weeks. And I hope you get to enjoy some good books again. And apart from that, thank you for listening. And I will roll the outro. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Unfortunately, that's all we've got time for on this episode. I want to thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review the show five stars wherever you're listening. I would really appreciate it. If you want to keep up to date on new episodes, please subscribe. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, 
you can email the show at joetalkscomics at gmail.com. Additionally, if you need any back issues, ratio variants, core variants, or just anything in general, cool stuff to do with comics, you can check out the website for Beaders Thingamajiggets, the comic book store in Fort Collins, Colorado, that most of these comics worked at, and use Joe Loves Comics at checkout to get 15% off. I don't get any money for that, it's just a cool thing for you to use if you want to yeah, check out their site and if you see anything that you like. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Joe Talks Comics, and finally, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Loves Comics, where we can continue talking comics. That's all for now, and I hope to see you next time. Bye.